Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto and welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. Each Sunday, I'll take you through the biggest updates, exciting reveals and controversies in video games. Here is the news for Sunday, 29th of May. Let's go. Raven Software's quality assurance testers have made history this week when an overwhelming majority voted in favour to unionise. It's the first union for a major studio in the US, with the National Labor Relations Board counting 19-4 to 3 against. Here is the moment it all happened, with Game Workers Alliance host Jessica Gonzalez narrating the live vote count. They're doing the final number crunch. We did it! We won our union! Game Workers Alliance is officially a union, said by the NLRB today, this historic Monday, beautiful day in Madison, Wisconsin. We are going to celebrate and get ready to make a contract. I am so excited. The move to unionise came after several QA workers realised their contracts weren't being renewed, despite the success of Call of Duty Warzone. So the QA team held a walkout in December, followed by an almost two-month-long strike. Despite QA testers only making up around 15% of the employees at Raven Software, it's a big step forward for an industry plagued by stories about crunch, harassment and discrimination. Activision Blizzard fought against the QA team's move to unionise, but ultimately failed after the National Labor Relations Board ruled that they could vote to unionise even though they didn't represent the majority of the studio's employees. Microsoft is currently in the process of acquiring Activision Blizzard, and Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer said in an all-hands meeting that they would recognize any unions formed at Raven Software once the deal was done. Stunlock Studios' brand new vampire survival game, V Rising, might just be the year's biggest indie hit after the game sold over 1 million copies when it went into early access this week. V-Rising is a unique take on the survival game genre that was made popular by games like Ark, Survival Evolved, Minecraft, and Rust. V-Rising shifts the genre's perspective from the usual first-person view to an isometric experience and combines it with snappy, fast-paced combat that mirrors gameplay of MOBAs. Stunlock's community manager, Jeremy Fielding, said in an interview with IGN that no one at the team expected it to be so big. He said the game has been in development for three years and started gaining following at this time last year. We'll be speaking to Jeremy Fielding on an upcoming episode of Sifter's interview podcast, Lightmap, so give that a follow to get that as soon as it drops. In February this year, Ukrainian developers GSC Game World were forced to pause the development of Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, due to the ongoing attacks from invading Russian forces. Five months later, the war continues, but things are slowly returning to normal in the war-torn nation. Thankfully for the team at GSC Game World, they are now in a position to regroup, and this week a representative from the company took to their reopened Discord server to announce development of the game had resumed with just two words. It continues. Stalker fans spotted that the game's name had been subtly changed to reflect the local Ukrainian spelling of Chernobyl, rather than the Russian spelling, which was commonly used up until the war. In an investor call this week, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan highlighted a big expansion into live service games, with many of the internal studios pivoting towards this type of game. MLB The Show is the only live service game from PlayStation Studios at the moment, but with the acquisition of studios like Bungie with Destiny 2, it's planning to massively increase that number. The final area of portfolio expansion is live services. As you can see on the left-hand side, most of the considerable growth that is foreseen for the gaming category is anticipated to come from live services. 
the so-called games with no end. On the right-hand side, you can see how our investment approach is pivoting to allow us to exploit this, with more than half of the money that PlayStation Studios is spending to be on live services by FY25. This will result in a significant rebalancing of our portfolio. In FY21, we were effectively managing just one live service franchise. By 2025, the number of active live service titles is planned to total 12. It's a pretty stark contrast when you look at how the big single-player narrative experiences make up most of the PlayStation catalogue, like God of War, Last of Us, Horizon, Forbidden West, and Ghost of Tsushima. So it could be pretty different this time next year. There was also a bit more information on PlayStation VR 2, which Sony claims will have more than 20 first-party games at launch, including the already announced Horizon Call of the Mountain. There is good news for PC players as well, with planned exponential growth in releases after the very successful launch of Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, and God of War on PC. We've linked that full story in the show notes. Sticking with Sony, the new PlayStation Plus service is having a rocky start after it launched in some countries in Asia this week. The brand new subscription service replaces the old PS Plus subscription with a library-style model, And when it became available in territories like Hong Kong, it's fair to say that there were some teething problems, especially for people with active subscriptions. Players in Hong Kong discovered that they were being hit with an additional charge when upgrading to the new service. People who had previously purchased a PS Plus subscription at a discounted rate, say during one of Sony's many sales, were being charged a fee to pay back the value of the discount when upgrading to the new subscription tiers. Sony posting on the player support at Ask PlayStation Twitter account said that it was an error. Due to a technical error, players in Asia who have previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount have been incorrectly charged for their upgrade pricing. This error has been fixed and impacted players will receive a credit. We thank you for your patience. Other players who got in quickly and banked years of the original PS Plus and PS Now before Sony shut that down have also been asked to pay for the full subscription duration when upgrading, which does make some sense. EA has updated The Sims to allow players to select their Sims pronouns, a feature that was promised back in January this year. The new update, which is available now on all platforms, removes the locked-in binary choice of he, him, and she, her for Sims, allowing players to select they, them options and even customize. EA worked with the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation and the It Gets Better project to help create the update, and it fits alongside previous updates that unlocked gender options, masculine feminine clothing, and the ability to get pregnant across different body types. The new update is only available in English editions of the game at the moment, as EA are still working to ensure the grammar issues and bugs are smoothed out before porting it to other language editions of the game. No Man's Sky has been updated yet again this week. This might not seem like a big deal for those new to gaming, but for us that remember No Man's Sky's launch, it's amazing to see what a massive turnaround this game has made. Hello Games have picked up a pretty blistering pace releasing new content, and it's excellent to see this team hit its stride after the much-documented bumpy launch of No Man's Sky in 2016. The Leviathan Expedition takes on elements of roguelike gameplay systems while trapping players in a time loop mystery to solve. Intrepid explorers will have one life to complete the goal of breaking the time loop and exploring the mystery of the Leviathan, 
a giant space creature that players can eventually unlock as an ally to join their frigate fleet. Check out Leviathan while you can, as it's a timed expansion that's only available for the next six weeks. There is new stuff to play in Destiny 2 this week with the launch of the Season of the Haunted. Players will be able to join in the new public event called Nightmare Containment, which takes place on the Leviathan, where you work alongside past characters to discover and stop a new evil plot. There are also new dungeons for players to blast their way through, as well as improvements to old weapons. After the underwhelming launch of Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, Bungie is improving the Glaive projectile speed, which will make it easier to use, which was one of the most hyped new weapons in this expansion, but disappointed when it was in players' hands. Other significant content in the new release includes more buffs to weapons, better events, and new PvP maps. Call of Duty Warzone players have been leveling up and farming the gigantic testicles of King Kong when the movie character was introduced to the game. Yep, you heard me. Discovered by players on the subreddit r slash codwarzone, if you fly a helicopter between the legs of the giant ape, you can accumulate XP as you would other actions in the game. It's pretty tricky to do and takes some serious helicopter skills, but it just goes to show players will min-max their way to hilarious results. King Kong and Godzilla were added to Call of Duty Season 3's Operation Monarch event on May 11 and act as set dressing mainly, with some players disappointed that unlike their most recent movie outing, Godzilla vs. Kong, the Titans don't fight. We've linked the GameSpot story if you'd like to see what skills you'll need to give Kong a shave. That's it for news. Here are the games you'll be able to pick up this week. Out on the first is the eerie action adventure indie Silt by first-time developers Spiral Circus Games. You play as a diver exploring an unsettling monochrome underwater setting where you take control of different sea creatures in order to solve puzzles. Picture Limbo or Inside, but underwater and with the possession abilities akin to Super Mario Odyssey. It's out this Wednesday on all platforms. Card Shark, a card cheating game developed by Nariel, who you might know for their mobile swipe left, swipe right game Reigns, is out this week. This game has a really gorgeous woodcut painted style and tasks you with swindling your way through 18th century French society. You might even learn a little bit of history along the way. That's out on Thursday the 2nd. Another hotly anticipated indie game out this week is Retroforge's Soldiers. This gorgeous looking 16-bit Metrovania has you playing as either a scout, archer or magic caster and features challenging platforming, exploration and souls-like combat. Pick up a copy on all platforms this Thursday. And lastly, we have one of the most controversial games in recent memory, Diablo Immortal. When this game was announced back in 2018, it was met with an instant and ferocious backlash from fans. Who can forget this moment during the announcement Q&A? Hey, uh, just was wondering, is this uh, an out-of-season April Fool's joke? The game has changed a lot since its initial release, with a simultaneous launch on PC, but it will be interesting to see how much goodwill fans have after such a rocky start. The cross-platform and cross-progression is definitely a welcome addition. Play it free on iOS, Android or PC this Thursday. If you've got 15 minutes, we'll catch you up on the gaming news each Sunday on Walkthrough. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Fiona Bartholomeus, Kyle Paletto, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. 
Mitch Lowe is senior producer and Gianni DiGiovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. Thanks to Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. And if you're interested in what it takes to actually make games, why not have a listen to Sifter's interview podcast, Lightmap? Each episode, we speak to developers from all over the world on games like Doom Eternal, Hollow Knight, Unpacking, Citizen Sleeper, and many more. Look for Lightmap wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.